Welcome to the Beauty and the Vlog podcast. I'm your host, Erica Vieira. Beauty and the Vlog is an online community and podcast dedicated to supporting YouTube content creators in beauty, fashion, fitness, and lifestyle. We go behind the scenes in the world of video creating through YouTuber interviews, strategy sessions, and in-depth discussions pertaining to all things YouTube. To get the most out of Beauty and the Vlog, make sure to join the Beauty and the Vlog Facebook group and check out our beautyandthevlog.com website for show notes and more. So sit back, relax, and prepare to learn, have fun, and be inspired. Let's go. Well, hello, beauties. Erica here with another interview for you. Well, actually, it's not even an interview. It's a one-on-one. This is just me chatting uh, about a specific topic, which I'm been meaning to record and it's more of like a beginning of the year what I learned in 2016 but I had that awesome two-part interview with NUR which I wanted to put up right away because I know you guys will love that so if you haven't checked out that two-part interview I did with Nurber XO, then definitely check it out I'll link it in the show notes if you missed it we talked all about working with a big brands as a smaller influencer. And she had so much insight on that because she worked with brands um, from the social media side and she's also an influencer herself. So uh, she just had a wealth of information and I've had so much response from that episode, the two episodes, and I'm just, if you missed it, definitely go check it out. But um, before I get into kind of the meat of this particular episode, um, make sure that you sign up for our email newsletter. I have one uh, email that comes out, you know, once a week just to update you on everything that's going on with the podcast. You get all the links there in one spot. If there's in- anything interesting or anything that gets brought up, the links are all there in that email. And just so you stay up to date in everything. And I will have the link to sign up for the email on the show notes. And also um, by signing up for the email, you get this mini training on um, free online tools that help you increase your video views. So it's a great training. I think it's a great training. I get a lot of feedback saying that people really love it. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is free. So it's just kind of my thank you to you guys for listening and for signing up for the email list. Um, also to get the most out of the Beauty in the Vlog podcast, I definitely encourage you to be part of the Facebook group. We're over a thousand members strong. It's free. It's an awesome community. And um, if you're not part of it, you're missing out. But I'll have the link in the show notes and also you could just go onto Facebook and search beauty in the blog. Okay, so for this episode, I'm talking all about the six things that I learned in 2016. And there are things that I learn about the YouTube and Instagram community. There are things that I learned about myself when it came to doing the podcast and everything that I'm doing here. So um, I thought I would share them with you because I think it's always nice to have some point of reflection, uh, especially in the previous, you know, what happened in the previous year. And also, it's one thing that to sit there and like make goals, which I'm a big fan of making goals, write them down for the new year. But it's really important, I think, to take a minute and say, okay, what, what went right? in the year before, what did I do right? Uh, what could I have done better at? So, and what did I learn? So that's what this episode is, is all about. So number one, and I think this is one that I just, I've always believed it, but it just kind of reiterated by talking to different people and my different guests, which is that you can still hit it big on YouTube or Instagram or whatever social media platform you choose 
really fast. Like that's still possible. I think there is a lot of chatter out there that, you know, it's so congested, especially in the beauty community. And um, it's just really hard to make it. And it, I mean, I'll be honest, it, it's not easy. And uh, for the faint of heart, it's probably not the best hobby or career path to pursue because those that do make it big and they make it big fast, it's still possible, but they dedicate their lives to it. That's what's really interesting. So, you know, the three episodes that I do want to highlight on this particular point is uh, the one that I did with Nicole Concilio and her manager boyfriend. She grew to a million Instagram followers in under a year, which is crazy insane. But one thing that we talked about is the fact that she decided to basically pursue this full time and she had the help of her boyfriend who became her manager. So it's not without a lot of work. It's not without a lot of perseverance, but it can happen. The other person is Yarisa Rodriguez, who she is in the Dominican and she, same thing. I mean, she was working when she started her YouTube channel, but she blew up and she just had a different way. I mean, I think you just have to listen to her episode to really kind of get a sense of how she was able to do that. So if you haven't listened to Yadisa's episode, I say definitely check it out. And then the last person with was Amber Scholl. And she's somebody who just came onto the scene out of nowhere and in like three months time had over 300,000 YouTube subscribers. But at the time she she talks about it in her episode. I mean, she didn't have a job. She was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I can't even pay rent. And she's like, you know, I'm going to try and make this YouTube thing work. So all three of those, those examples, they all put their all into YouTube. I mean, they all gave it like 110%. It was their everything morning, noon and night. And so it's possible. But I have to say, I don't know if it's possible without putting in the incredible amount of work that these particular ladies did. So but the good news is that it's possible that people are every day are cropping up who are these new kind of YouTube superstars. And they've got something they've got something unique, or they have some that they have to offer to the world, but it doesn't happen without a lot of work. And it doesn't happen without, say, a team like, you know, in Nicole's case, or just a lot of insight and just a lot of work, really. So that is the first thing that I learned um, in 2016. So number two is more of a personal one for me. It's that I really love and miss working one-on-one with people. So, you know, 2016 was a great year for the Beauty and the Vlog podcast. I, at the start of the year, I mean, I was kind of in the middle of my maternity leave, so it was hard for me to make certain goals, but I think I got kind of back regularly doing the podcast after taking some time off after the birth of my daughter, I think sometime in April, and I vowed to, one, maintain a consistent schedule of uploading every Thursday, which I've done for the most part and super proud of myself for. And also, I really wanted to, in some way, shape or form, help people more than I was already. So I know I'm already helping people with uh, the podcast. I get so many emails and just comments about how much the podcast is helping them and how they look forward to it every week. And we just have like a great community. But I would also get a lot of questions, a lot of people saying, can you look at my channel and just things like that. So, you know, I kind of decided to um, do the channel critiques and do the uh, mastermind group. And, you know, I decided to, you know, I'm going to start charging. And if anybody wants, I guess my time, which is, you know, solid, at least, well, it's at least an hour of me 
looking at their channel, um, another hour talking one-on-one, at least an hour. And then there's usually more. It's usually longer than that. So, you know, that time then, and if they want, if they're willing to pay for it, then I think it's, it's, it's a win-win for both sides. And I opened it up and it's great. We have a great group. And on top of saying, and one of the ideas I thought is, you know, instead, Instead of just leaving them at with that one-on-one, like if I have a Facebook group exclusively for everybody that's had a critique from me, then we can kind of continue the conversation. They can continue asking questions and continue to utilize me and everything that I had to offer. So it's been really great. And I really love working with people, just one-on-one, helping them come up with solutions, come up with a strategy. I see a lot of things that I think people don't, they miss when they're kind of in the middle of doing their channel. It's very easy to kind of get lost in your channel and not take an outside look at it. So it's just awesome to see the results from working with people, how much your channel has grown, how just I've, I mean, I'm seeing it because we're all in the mastermind together. Just a lot of them have new contacts with brands. They have new confidence. They've changed things around dramatically to now they're seeing so many more views, so many more subscribers. I mean, it's really incredible. And I, I'm just super proud of the work that I've done with that and um, that I decided to kind of take that leap forward and um, start that mastermind group in, in 2016. So it's it's been really, really incredible. Uh, okay, so number three was uh, just how I learned really how much Facebook groups have a big influence now on on everything. I mean, it's not just, you know, in the YouTube space, but just there's Facebook groups for everything and people are heavily, heavily engaged in Facebook groups. And so, you know, I had started a Facebook group prior to having the baby, but I didn't really maintain it. I just kind of left it there. And then one of the things that I said, okay, I'm going to revamp the Facebook group, get more involved with it. And then it just really just blew. I think I had like 200 people in the Facebook group. And then um, in a few months, it's, you know, over a thousand. So, and then it's not just people that are in there. It's like very active people that I'm that are engaged, asking questions. So it's also another way for me to help people work with people and just, you know, when they have questions that that people can help each other too. That's that's really important because I can't be on there answering every single question all the time. But I know that, you know, we have a lot of people that listen to the show, people that are uh, veterans in the YouTube space, in the Instagram space, they have achieved success. And so they're able to help other people in the Facebook group. And it's been really, really great. So it's just been a really awesome way to collaborate, to get to know the creators, have an entire network of people similar to you at your fingertips. So um, just another shout out for the Beauty in the Blog Facebook group. If you're not a part of it, you definitely need to join. So number four is probably something you, you aren't expecting from me, but I am going to talk more about it here in 2017 because I'm kind of like was testing it out in 2016 just to see how it worked. And I really think it's an awesome platform that people are not really um, taking advantage of. And it's Pinterest. So I'm actually going to have a Pinterest expert on the show in the coming weeks. So we're just figuring out schedules and things like that. And I think you're going to get a lot out of it. I actually took a Pinterest course and was I had just heard that there was so much to that that you could really 
use for Pinterest. Like there's a lot of traffic that's generated from Pinterest, especially if you have a blog and it just brings a lot of traffic to your blog. So, you know, I revamped my Pinterest account. I had a Pinterest account, but it was just totally dead. I didn't do anything with it. And I mean, I personally just use Pinterest like when I was having my baby, you know, baby shower stuff. Like I wasn't really doing anything related to the Beauty and the Vlog podcast when it came to my Pinterest but I mean, I have so much content. Like I have over, at this point, I have over 70 episodes of Beauty and the Vlog. And you know, they can get lost in the shuffle and things like that. But Pinterest was a way for me to kind of bring those out and get them almost like new people finding the podcast, which has been awesome. And so I'm seeing an incredible growth in my the podcast and the traffic to my website from Pinterest. And I, I've spoken with a few people, creators that um, have said that they've seen huge, when they really utilize Pinterest uh, really well, then they've seen a lot of traffic to their videos. So there's definitely a specific way to do Pinterest and a specific way not to. And I, you know, at this point, because I've I've seen a lot of success from Pinterest. I feel like I can speak a lot about Pinterest, but I can't wait to have the expert on and we're going to dive deep into Pinterest and um, how you can use it. So I think that's going to be a great episode. Okay, number five is about Instagram. And so, you know, one of the things with Instagram that I learned uh, just through interviewing people and just talking to people and all that is that Instagram is really, I mean, Instagram is a great traffic generator as well. So for people that, you know, and I know this is kind of old news. Most people that have a YouTube channel have an Instagram. It's a great way to generate traffic to your channel, but it's really like a numbers game. So, you know, the more you post, in my opinion, what I've seen, the more you grow. So it's not really enough just to post once a day. I think if you're really, really serious about Instagram is to one, you know, Every picture that you upload has to just look amazing. It just has to look good. But the more that you post and the more quality that you post, the more that your your Instagram account is going to grow. So it's kind of like, I think it's like with every social media account, like if you really want to succeed, you have to put the work into it. Like I was saying with YouTube, like you can grow your YouTube pretty fast, but you know, the people that see that kind of success on YouTube it's what they're doing like full time. It's, I mean, I'm not saying for you to quit your job and do YouTube because that's a very personal decision. It's a very big decision, but it just seems like the people that are achieving a lot of success, they're committing their time and energy. And the same as with Instagram. I mean, the quality of the pictures has to look really, really good. They have to be really interesting, unique. And I think you have to post a lot more. So Instagram isn't just like, you know, uploading a, a, a photo every, you know, here and there. It's really creating a canvas. It's creating a uh, vision for your brand and uploading beautiful, relevant photos that reflect you and your brand. And so... Finally, number six is I really believe that success on YouTube comes down to a few things. And other than really committing the time, I think that's something that it goes without saying. It's not easy. I mean, it it really requires a lot of time. I mean, it takes a lot of time to film and and to edit and, and doing everything involved in that process. But I think it's two things. I think it's you know, in addition to to really committing the time, I think it's offering something of value and something unique. Those two things. So if you combine those two things, 
I think you will achieve success on YouTube. So there's a lot of people, I think, that go onto YouTube watching a lot of other channels, which, you know, I preach that. Study what's working. Study what's what's working for people. Like the channels that are growing, like study them. Just, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. But, and it's important to see what else is out there. But I think sometimes people see, you know, what everyone else is doing and they kind of say, well, you know, I'll be myself, but I'm going to do those kind of videos, you know, just the ones that I see everybody else doing, which is good to an extent. But I think if you come on and you are unique and you come up with video topics that are different, but they're still really, really valuable, right? Because people are going onto YouTube and a lot of times they're searching for things, they're searching for things that are gonna help them. They're gonna provide value in some way, shape or form, whether they're gonna learn how to be confident, they're gonna learn how to put on makeup, whatever it is, it's gotta be a value. But you have to think of it like, you know, if you're gonna be another tutorial, there's thousands and thousands of tutorials out there. So what about yours is going to be unique? Like what, how are you going to make it different? And that's something that you almost have to find within yourself. Like it's something that, I mean, and that's something that I've worked on with the mastermind group and, 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 you know, we've talked about it and it's definitely something that I bring up every type we have, you know, a consultation and things like that, but it's not like an easy answer to find because it's, you know, yourself and you know what you're good at, you know, and that's why I always preach, you know, find your niche, figure out what your superpower is, because ultimately it comes down to those two things, offering something of value and something unique. So if you just think of those two things, and if you think of those two things, I think when you start thinking of your video topics and before you sit down to film, I think that will help you stay on track with providing content that people want to watch because there's no point in uploading content for the sake of uploading content because people aren't going to watch it. Just because you decide to upload a video, people aren't necessarily going to watch it. I mean, maybe your family will, but, but that's it. And to truly be of value in the YouTube space and to be successful in YouTube space, you have to provide content that is useful, that is valuable, but at the same time is different than what else is out there. Honestly, it's not an easy thing to do. It's, it really isn't. It takes a lot of introspection. It takes you really understanding like what you have to offer. And so I think those two things, you know, even though they seem a little bit nebulous, it's like, oh, how am I going to figure that out? I, I think that's really just the key to, to having the success on YouTube and in everything else is figuring out, you know, um, all the other things we talk about on the podcast and figure out the tags and your titles and your thumbnails, you know, that's all great. But if you don't have the unique content and you don't have content that's valuable, then none of the other things are going to matter. So I really believe that it's honing in on those two things and really being aware of it every time you film a video. Like how is this going to be unique and how, you know, how is this going to be a value? And I think it's important to, you know, think about everything that you've learned through all the different, you know, YouTube channels that you watch, things that you listen to me on, everything that you've learned when it comes to your YouTube channel. And then when it actually comes time to film, to just throw it all away, just, just get in front of that camera and just be yourself and like do whatever you feel like it in the moment, because that's when the, the true magic is going to happen. And you want to tuck everything else that you've learned, like in the back of your head, you want it there. But when you're in front of your camera, you just want to, you just want to have fun and you just want to throw it all away and just truly be yourself. Be that person that your friends love. Be that person that you'll say, oh my God, this is so awesome about you. Like that's the person that you want to be. You don't want to get too much in your head. So I know it's hard. It's, it's like hard information to say like, okay, how do I do it? But 
ultimately, if you can figure out those two things, something of value, something unique, then I think you're going to be have a, a good and successful 2017. All right, so those are the six things that I learned in 2016. Um, I'll go through them again. One, you can still hit it big fast. Two, I love working one-on-one with people and having the mastermind group. Three, Facebook communities are an awesome, great way to meet other collaborators and to just get some support. Uh, Four, Pinterest is a great platform, and I think it's one to explore. Five, Instagram is a numbers game. The more you post, the more you grow. And number six, success on YouTube comes down to two things, offering something of value and something unique. So I hope that you found this helpful. And, you know, I'd love to know the things that you learned in 2016 with your YouTube channel. And I'll probably put a post in the Facebook group asking you guys that and, you know, related to this podcast episode. And, you know, I'm going to just put it out there too, that, you know, 2017 for the Beauty and the Vlog podcast, I'm going to continue doing the podcast, continue coming out with the episodes. And um, one big goal is to come out. And this has actually been a goal I've had for a while now. It's just a matter of me being able to take the time to really do it, but to come out with a course about starting a YouTube channel and just to have everything out there at your fingertips that you can refer to. And especially for people that say are just getting started or maybe people that have been doing it for a while that maybe they're stuck or just in general, just to have like a great course on just A to Z on how to get, you know, how to get, have a u- successful YouTube channel. So I'm putting that out there that I want to come out with that course sometime in 2017. So, um, you know, I'll keep you guys updated as I continue to, or as I start to work on it and all that, but it, I want it to be really, really good. So that's part of the reason why it's, you know, I have a feeling it's going to take me a while to do. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoy this and I will see you next week. Mwah. Well, that's it. That's our episode. And I hope you enjoyed it. And if you stayed this long, do me a huge, huge favor and leave a review on iTunes. Five stars would be amazing. It helps more than you know, helping other people find the Beauty and the Vlog podcast. Also, make sure you check out beautyandthevlog.com for all the show notes for this episode. And if you're not a part of the Beauty and the Vlog family on our Facebook group, Make sure you join for lots of support, collaborations, and questions and answers for anything related to being a content creator on YouTube. This is Erica, and I will see you next week. Mwah.